This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And not with me today is my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only John Malika. Instead, with me is video producer extraordinaire, magician behind the scenes, the man pulling all the strings to make us look good when you go to that YouTube channel. You know who it is. Man is the co-host of Winning Picks Weekly. He's out here. Greg Albert. What up, Greg? How are you doing today, my man? What's going good, on? Good, man. I'm doing good. Like... Like we were talking about a little bit before the show, you know, the Knicks have been holding us down. The Jets got the win last week. Zach Wilson's looking good. Knicks are looking good. Everything's looking good. And then we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. So we got a big task in front of us. I'm excited for it. I, we got a lot of people back. So maybe we're up for the challenge. They're a little banged up. So we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. But the last week or so, things have been going great for the you know the teams that we follow. So uh, I've been loving it. What about you? How's everything going with you? Everything's going well, man. You know, just made it back to uh, back to, back home in the Bean Town. So you can see I'm yep. back in the back in the studio, back at back in my. You got got everything behind me. I'm not off of my laptop, just being by some candles. Look at uh, behind me is a window. Sometimes being dark, sometimes being pitch bright out, where <laughs> yep. you get like that sun twinkle on the screen. So I'm back home. You've talked about it, Greg. Look, it's been a good week so far. We got yes. Knicks on a three-game winning streak. Okay. Been ugly wins against the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Detroit Pistons. You know, we're recording this on Wednesday, December 29th, 10.04 p.m. So we just finished watching them play the Detroit Pistons, the New yep. York Knicks, that is. And, hey, it's it's going back to where we were at the beginning of the season. Second unit's got to hold down the first unit, which is just a gross task. But, hey, a win is a win. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It counts the same as anyone else, as you always say. But yep. we also got the Jets that defeated Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson defeated Trevor Lawrence. All right. Yes. We, so, so now we got that to put on the pedestal as well. So our teams are doing well, as you said. So we got to bring that energy, man, because you know, we got to bring that energy. Cause if John were here, we, we, we know what energy it'd be like 10 times, right? It would be like Goku bringing out the spirit bomb. It'd be <laughs> yeah. like Goku going Super Saiyan three. You know what it is, man. So we got to do this yeah. for our boy because he's going to listen to this while he's out in Kenya. So let's bring that energy. We got the we got the monstrous test today. This is our Super Bowl right here. This is here. it. This is our Super Bowl right here. This I don't the care. Season. I don't care what happens against us against the Buffalo Bills. I do not care. Maybe John cares a little more because he he always has a bad taste after watching the Jets play the Bills last week of the season. But I really, need the, I really need the Jets to win though for a bet. So I do care about that game. But this is the one that counts because <laughs> this, this is the Tom one Brady. that counts. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is it right here. He says he owns the color green. I don't believe it. I think that Zach Wilson, a.k.a. the new Mike Vick, might be coming out here, run the ball a little <laughs> bit. I want to see 250 yards rushing. I want to see stout defense like we saw last week. And they're banged up. We're getting a lot of people back. You know, Coach Salas back. 11, 12 people are coming back. I think we still have a couple people on the COVID list. But... Other than that, man, I think that we've been putting the pieces together a little bit. We look good against the Jaguars, which most people do. Um, and now we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're a little banged up. We're looking pretty healthy. 
if the time was to do it, it's right now. We're you know we got a good shot. So it's thirteen points. If you're listening, you're a gambling fan. So you know Vegas doesn't think we have a shot, but you never know. You never know this late in the season. So I'm excited is, for it. This is probably the most accurate line, but I still feel like they're giving us too much credit because. Look, man, the Bucks. we know how good the Bucks are. We know they got that high-powered octane offense. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. All right. You got Tom Brady back there. Sure. Leonard Fournette is not there. We know that. But Godwin's not there. Mike Evans isn't there, though. We got a shot Ooh. this week, I feel like. Oh, these guys are out. Oh, yeah. we, can strike while the, we can truly strike while the iron's hot. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a good one. Sorry. I'm looking at We're home. It's a little cold. You know, Tom Brady's been using, loving that Tampa Bay weather down there. He's not used to the New England cold like he was for a decade and a half or wherever he was up in New England. So I don't know. They put the whooping on the Panthers last week, but the Panthers stink. I hate them. They're like a weird team that have a lot of our players or, you know, we were supposed to get their coach and they ended up going to Carolina. So I kind of hate them. So I'm happy that they lost, but I think, I think we got a shot this week. I think if our defense plays a little bit better, we just keep running the ball. That's the big key with Tom Brady, right? Keep the ball out of his hands and just mm-hmm. keep killing that clock. So it's we'll see. The running game look good and needs to look good again this week if we have a chance. That's a fact. And look, we know what it is. We faced this man for way too long in this, in this fucking AFC East, man. We know yep. how it works, and he's going to do the same thing, too. You have to keep the ball out of this man's hands. The offense needs to click, as we saw against the Jaguars, and we, we just need this team to stay on. We need the offense to stay on the field, so that way Tom Brady can stay off the field. And obviously, th- this is honestly where I feel like Chris Collinsworth and just saying the most obvious shit when it comes yeah. to dissecting this game, where we got to score more points to them and keep Tom Brady off the field. Like, legit, that is how this game has to go. Is it going to happen? Probably not, but... That's the way this game has got to go. And, you know, as you talked about, we got some guys coming back uh, for the Jets. So, you, you know, we're not going to have our, our big guns with necessarily uh, Elijah Moore or uh, Corey Davis, but mm-hmm. we're going to get potentially Jameson Crowder back. The wide receivers is going to be very questionable going into this game. Hopefully, hopefully we do get Elijah Moore back. It's still, it's not looking that, well, it's not looking that way. But we're going to need Michael Carter to to show up again and, and and show out and to really this is where Michael Ford is going to have to pull out the whole bag of tricks like that that is really what's going to come down to yeah and again he's going to be going up against a team against a team that's a little banged up JPP's a little injured you know Richard Sherman's been out for a while but um, Shaq Barrett was banged up last game you know I think he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season we'll see right now he's a DNP for during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple guys there, Mike Edwards, who came back, and then he looks like he was a participant this week. But, uh, you know, it's still, still a little early in the week. But if they got a couple guys on their defense, it's already been banged up. Their secondary really hasn't looked great all year. I don't think we're going to throw it like crazy. I think we're going to run, run, run. And that's what you do against a good defense. That's, you know, the, you know they got that big guy Vita Vey in the middle. Just run it to the left, run it to the right, stay away from the middle of the line, which I think Michael Carter likes. I think he likes to try to get it in space and kind of make something happen. So, um, you know, I'm looking for us to run it. I'm looking for us to, you know, not take risks. My favorite thing about Zach Wilson, we brought up last week. I think you brought up last week in his, uh, his stats and stuff like that. You know, no interceptions. Hasn't thrown an interception in three or four weeks. So he needs to protect the football. He needs to play smart. 
And we need our special teams to come up in a big way. We have to run the ball. We have to play good defense. And maybe we need our guy Braxton Barrios to get us another touchdown or two this week. I mean, that's asking a lot from the special teams player of the week, but he is the special teams player of the week last week. Rightfully so. So I'm excited for it. It's a big challenge for us, but we're home. You know, we've got a lot of guys coming back. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's, that's a tall order for Braxton. I mean, unless you're talking about an actual touchdown on the offense. Uh, I'll take that. I mean, I, I think another kick return. I mean, I'd be impressed if he does another kick return. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a punt return. But, I'll take a kick return. Two touchdowns <laughs> passing. I don't care. And around. How likely is that for that? How many times? I, I feel like that had to have been. Who is it? Like Josh Cribbs probably was like the guy who did that. Um, who's another guy? Who was on the. Returned one and got one on offense? No. Who was one that returned one in like back to back games? Like who has done that? Yeah, that's a good question. Who has a kick return for back-to-back games? I, I feel mean, like that's, Devin Hester. I feel like had a zillion in that you. one year. Devin Hester uh, I'm was sure. I'm sure he had one or two back-to-back. Devin Hester has to be the guy who has a back-to-back. Uh, yeah, when I when I think when I think return. of kick returners, when I think of kick returners, I think Devin Hester, Chicago Bears uniform. That's what, yep. When, yep. Exactly. He was unreal. Um, he was unreal. Whew. What a. Man, and that was when it was back to where guys were actually running back instead of just waving it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was, was before they changed now. all the kickoff rules too. So he had a lot of opportunities. We don't get the many as many opportunities nowadays, which is fine. I mean, whatever. It's a dangerous play, but it's exciting when you get it. And Braxton got it last week. I hope he can get it this week. But like we said, Braxton too was the number one receiver for us last week. So Crowder might be coming back. You know, he's been banged up throughout the year. Um, more probably isn't coming back, but that's okay because we got options. It's just a matter of who's going to step up and if Zach Wilson can stay accurate. Zach Wilson was accurate last week, and that was a huge thing for us, something that I've talked about all season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 63% completion percentage last week. He didn't throw a ton. He doesn't need to throw a ton. I said it last week. I'm saying it again this week. If we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he has 100 yards passing with one touchdown, no interceptions. I'll take that every week because he won the game. So we have to we have to keep the turnovers to a minimum. We have to play stout defense. And we have an opportunity with them being banged up. They're missing some key guys on offense. I don't know if Gronk's playing this week. Um, and they might be missing a couple guys on defense. So the only yeah. thing that scares me besides it being Tom Brady is that it's Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, here's the thing. Like looking at this Jetson before I got into the uh, – for the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers side for a hot second. Like when I look at this team, it's not looking, it doesn't look pretty because of this. We don't have our offensive line is really taking a massive heat hit. Okay. And I, and just for Elijah Moore, he uh, is, I think he was, it's reading right here that he is cleared off the COVID protocol list. Uh, He should be coming off the reserve COVID list soon. However, he still has to clear some hurdles for the quad injury, which placed him on the IR list. So that's, most likely him not returning. But when it comes, when you look at that, our offensive line, man, this is different. We're talking about a good Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, even with their second unit. Okay. Even with their reserves, there's still a good defense. And when you look at our offensive line, we're not, we don't have Elijah Vera Tucker. He's out. We don't have uh LDT. He's also out. Connor McGovern on IR. We now are down yep. to Morgan Moses and George Fant as the only consistent starters in this row, in this lineup. So we're going to have to rely on Greg Van Roten at right guard, Dan Feeney at center, and left guard, or or, or 
Actually, it looks like Dan Feeney. Yeah, Dan Feeney's center. LDT is right guard. Morgan Moses, right uh, right tackle. George Font, left tackle. Left guard. That It might be Connor McDermott, man. Or George Font might be getting moved. Someone's getting moved. They haven't really yeah. figured that out yet, man. It's, it, this is going to be confusing because that's a lot of change to the offensive line again. So Zach is going to be behind a decimated offensive line. Not looking good going against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. They are lethal. They are a good defense. I'm a little concerned, man, about that and, and for him getting the offense going. How, how do you feel, though? My whole thing with the offensive line like this is, you know, the center will definitely worries me having, a, you know, a center injury like that. Um, cause I think there's, uh, you know, a special type of relationship that a, that a quarterback oh, and a thanks. center have. Um, but my biggest thing with that, especially an inexperienced line or line that's not used to playing with each other. I think it's a hell of a lot easier to run block than pass block. So when you're talking about picking guys up and pass blocking, when they're stunting or they're, they're crossing over, you have to coordinate where the blitz is coming from. There's so many things you have to factor. Not to say that there's not on rushing, on rushing the ball, but on rushing the ball, you're moving downhill. If you listen to offensive linemen talk about it, they like to run block. They don't like to pass block. It's, it's a mental thing too. You're not on the defense. You're on the offense. You're moving guys. You're enforcing your will. So my thing is, especially with some of these guys that we don't really see a lot, what do they have? Are we keeping them for next year? Are we going to bring them back? Are we going to sign them or are we going to let them go? You know, whatever their contract situations might be. Cause again, we're talking about second, third string guys here. So let's run the ball. I, I, I feel like I'm kind of saying it maybe too much, but that's my biggest thing. Let's run the football. Let's see what we got. And I think it's a little bit easier on our offensive line, especially if they're not, you know, too used to playing with each other. No, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. And they're like, you, you said it too. The, it's more so when you look at, does Dan Feeney have that relationship with Zach Wilson? Probably not because he's not the full-time center. Connor McGovern is. And the thing that worries me about Dan Feeney playing center is that the center doesn't really get enough recognition for how much they are controlling that offensive line. And yeah. even in run blocking and when, especially when it comes to pass blocking, but in run blocking too, like you're still calling out your downhill assignments. And as yes. you pointed out, it's easier. It's easier for guys to just move forward and hit what's in front of you. Right. Yeah. Because it, 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 it is what it is. It's like, all right, we're moving to the right, move to the right. Uh, Obviously, it's a little bit more complicated than that. If you got to go to the yeah. second level, go get your linebacker, so forth. If you gain the nose tackle, defensive uh, or, or D tackle, based on how they how uh, it's a three four four three, based on what we're talking about over here it's, and who you got to pick up on the edges. Alex, it's, it's, it's way all, more complicated than what we're saying, but I know. you get the idea of it. I agree yeah. with you hundred percent. I just don't want people to be like, "Well, it's more complicated than that." <laughs> yeah, like, you know I mean? yeah, it's like, come on, guys, come on. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, yep. to, to to cater to those guys out there as well. Yeah. All right. Um, we so, like the comments, though. Check out the YouTube. Check out all the socials. We like the comments. Interact with us. But we know it's harder than what we're saying. But again, I think we're both on the same page. Let's run the football. Let's try to make it as easy on our guys as we can. And plus, we looked pretty good running the football last week. Michael Carter over 100 yards. Zach Wilson could have had 100 yards rushing if he ran a couple, like one more time. Once again, you know, though, it's a Jags, though. Well, it's, this is where it's, well, this is this is where it's different. This is, of course, we're talking about the we're talking about the, we're talking about the Bucks now. And to be fair, like I. I Anything can happen. There is such a thing as any given Sunday. We could yeah. totally just shock the world and be like, the reserves come out here and win. <laughs> Highly unlikely once again. But this is going to be the time where I'm going to say the Jets are going to win out of lunacy because I will be a yeah. lunatic for this one. I need to just say and put that energy out there. I can't I can't go like, yeah, 
You know what it is. No. I'm going with the Jets win this week, but we're going to the Bucks, man. You already said that they're missing, uh, they're missing Mike Evans. They're not, they're missing Antonio Brown. They're missing. Yeah, uh, he's banged up. I think he's going to play. Godwin knows out for sure. Yeah. Chris Godwin is, is on IR. Yep. Uh, thanks for reminding me on that one. Yep. You also have Wendell Fournette, who's also on IR. So you got Ronald Jones as, as, as that, uh, running back. So the offense, you know, the ones that you got to worry about is, Want Tyler Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, but more so Rob Gronkowski. So yep. these are the guys that you're going to have to be looking out for and, and seeing if you can get to Tom Brady, make him feel uncomfortable if you're looking from a Jets defensive standpoint, which looking last week, Jets front seven was good. Granted, the Jags uh, starting running back Robinson went down, but Jets front seven was doing a good job, you know, getting some pressure. Uh, well, stopping the run for sure. And they were doing a decent job getting some pressure on, uh, on Trevor Lawrence as well. So we're going to need this, these guys. This is, this is once again, being able to strike, strike when the iron is hot. They're missing some of their key guys who are explosive. So, uh, yeah, Yeah, this this, this is the time. Yeah. And, and to your point, it's a combination of things. It's a combination of season long injuries that they've had. Levante David, Shaq Barrett, stuff like that. Um, but then it's also guys that have got injured in the last couple of weeks. We talked about Godwin. You know, Mike Evans has been banged up. Gronk's been banged up too. You know, you know, he hasn't been great. Um, the last couple of weeks, he started out the season so hot, but we again have a tough time with tight end. So I get a little worried about that. And I have flashbacks when he was in a Patriot uniform. So, um, get a little nervous, but, but again, on the defense, you know, uh, Sean Murphy bunting, uh, Winfield Jr. And then of course, you know, Richard Sherman. I can't believe he's still going, but they're all questionable this week. So a couple guys coming back, a couple guys recently hurt. My thing that I'm a little interested about, well, I want to hear your take. They have Ronald Jones at running back who came in mm-hmm. for Fournette, but then mm-hmm. last week they had, um, Keyshawn Vaughn and he played really well. He's a little bit more of a scat back pass catcher out there. They also signed Le'Veon Bell. Any chance we see him at all this week? A little revenge game, maybe going against his former team, the New York Jets. I would <laughs> not be. I would not be surprised if we saw a little bit of Le'Veon Bell. But there's no okay. revenge game here. There's no revenge game. I think. Okay. I think Bell is on his. Uh, is coming to the end of his career, man. I think you know it didn't. It didn't work well with the New York Jets, unfortunately. So I don't Real think we're cool. going to see much. Huh? Real quick for a little flashback for some of the guys that were that have been Jets fans since you know well, the last two or three years. How excited were you when we signed Le'Veon Bell? I was excited. I remember, I remember where I was, I was. I remember everything about it. I was so excited. Oh, I was excited. I was like, "Yo, we got." Because the whole thing was that Jamal Adams was trying to recruit him this entire time, and Jamal Adams actually recruited him. You know, yep. like, let's go. We got an actual stud running back to come back in here, and. When he first started, it was like, oh, offensive line is really not helping him out because uh, he needs a good offensive line. And then second season, eh, didn't work out, man. Just didn't yeah. work out. I remember it, it, like, cut it. it cut in with like Scott Van Pell. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we got him. Then like before the season even started, he was like promoting his like rap CD and stuff. And I'm like, come on, man. I don't know about this. And I had high hopes for him. Didn't work out. Didn't work out with us. And he's bounced around a couple of places. Now he's got picked up by Tampa Bay. I don't think we see too much of him, but it was just a funny name to see out there. A little blast from the past. Um, for sure. And yeah, thing, like, I mean, even with second, third string guys, though, Tom Brady can get it done. He got it done last week. Like I said, they beat up on Carolina. And 
Our defenses look good, but can it hold its own against the top? I mean, Tampa Bay is a top tier team. They are, but the other thing is, like when you look at their defense, you know you're talking about JPP is questionable. You have Sean Murphy Bunting who's out. You have yep. Antoine Winfield Jr. who's questionable. You have Richard Sherman who's questionable. You have guys who are out, and look, they they're missing some of their key. They're missing some guys as well on that defense, but. The front seven is what is still concerning because you got Indomitica Sue, you got Vita uh, Vey, you got oh you got William Golston who's also there. You got their their front is still fine. It's more so is their secondary going to be intact? And it's actually quite interesting that we need to run the ball. Their front is okay, and that we can actually go against their secondary if they're missing these guys. Our receivers yep. are just out, so it's it's quite a matchup. Just like where it's really going to be what it feels like maybe uh, a rubber match where. <laughs> <laughs> something's got to break and it's so funny it, it is funny but we'll see what happens i mean tom brady's always worked with Wes before especially when he was in new england which is what's infuriating man is that he worked with Wes and he was able to still be successful that's what is just so freaking annoying about this guy so he's pretty much back to being like in new england except in the south uh just being in warm weather but i, I i'm i'm concerned about the the the, the bucks front seven and then our our linemen when it comes to running the ball. That's probably my biggest my biggest question. It really needs to come down to is our defense stepping up, which we've needed this entire season. Which defense do we get, man? Do we get the the we're gonna beat we're showing up run stop and defense, good front seven, or are we going to get the we're allowing forty points today? That's uh that's the question. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, I would I would think that with with our coat, with Salah coming back, with getting a lot of guys back, you know, we would have a better shot than we did last week. But again, it's the this the opponent, man. It's going from the bottom of the barrel, Jacksonville Jaguars, to top of the league, eleven four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, you know, for some reason, he still hates the Jets. He still talks about us, which I love because it just makes me, you know, I, I would be worried that he would be over us, but no, he still hates us, and I still hate him. So I love that. Um, you know, our secondary has looked pretty good. I talk, We talked about it earlier in the week about a rapid reaction. You know, Eccles and um, Hall have been looking pretty good. We got a, a little bit of a better safety play out of our guys than I think I expected. So if we kind of lock in on one or two guys on offense – you know, you're talking about third string, four string guys beating us. Yes, it could happen because it's Tom Brady. But again, 13 point difference, according to Las Vegas, it started out as eight and a half and it's up to 13 and a half. I just don't see that. I, I don't know what I'm missing here, but a two touchdown difference, 80% of the bets are on the Buccaneers. I don't know, man. They're, what are they playing <laughs> for? What are, What are they playing for? What am I missing here? This isn't winning picks weekly, but I'll get I into know. that. I'll get into that. I'll get into that answer right in a little bit. Let me do this live ad read uh, real quick. Okay. Got to got to pay the bills around here. You know what it is. So guys, yeah. I'm always saying this. We we're partnered with Fansided, who's owned by Minute Media. Minute Media also owns the Players Tribune. And over at the Players Tribune, they got an awesome podcast called the Knuckleheads Podcast, hosted by former New York Nick, Q Rich, Quentin Richardson, and Darius Miles. These guys have been doing it for seven seasons so far. The Knuckleheads podcast brings on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. They brought on great guests such as Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, and DeMar DeRozan. They've also brought on other high-profile entertainers, musicians, and so forth. 
Guys, this podcast is awesome. Make sure to go over to the Players Tribune and make sure to check them out. They're doing a phenomenal job. And they're also available on all audio streaming platforms, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. They're all over the place. So make sure to go check out the Knuckleheads podcast with hosts Quinton Richardson and Darius Miles. Cool. All right, Greg. Now yeah, that is taken care real of. Quick, real quick, though, off, a little off script. I started listening to the Knuckleheads and we started doing the ad reads for them. I listened to DeMar DeRozan, which I think dropped yesterday. Dude, the stuff that they get into is just so interesting to me because they were NBA players. So they're asking him stuff like, what was it like going to Toronto and having to deal with like customs? And like, <laughs> how, how cool is it having the different color money and stuff like that? And DeMar DeRozan was like, yeah, man, like I would, like I cashed out like five or six grand and I was just like, holding, I was a rookie and I thought I was so cool and I had the different color money and stuff. And it's just, it's so interesting listening to them talk to, you know, true NBA guys. Like you said, I mean, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, I mean, DeMar DeRozan. I know they had Spencer Dinwiddie on there. It's just cool hearing that inside stuff that, you know, you or me or just other guys that like at the NBA but didn't play in the NBA. They have special insight into it. They're lifelong friends. They get along well. And it was just cool. It's a little bit longer form. And uh, I like that. And yeah, I like I said, I listened to DeMar DeRozan today. Very cool interview. And yeah, check out the knuckleheads. I listen to it on Apple. They're all over the place. So that's a fact. And don't forget the legend Sue Bird, man. Come on, Sue Bird. Yeah. You got to yep. put Sue Bird in there. Got to meet her once. Uh, awesome person. Actually, fun fact right here. I met Sue Bird when I was, uh, at the MIT Sloan Analytics Conference. I got to actually, uh, I got to volunteer. And so I, I was in charge of like manning the important guest room. So I got to see like George Carl. I got to see Bill Simmons. I got to see all okay. these people. I got to see Jason Concepcion. And then there is Sue Bird. There is Sue Bird who asked me, where is Queen. the bathroom? She asked <laughs> okay. me, where's the bathroom? And I was just in awe because it is actually Sue Bird in front of me asking me a question. I was like, uh, <laughs> she's like, don't worry, I'll find it. I was like, I'm sorry. You got a Sue, Sue Bird. Bird. Yeah. You got I was a Sue like, Bird. Yeah. I was like, you're Sue Bird. I, I, I just can't believe I'm looking at a live legend right now. So yeah, but I think Sue, of WNBA, I think of Sue Bird and Lisa Leslie. Those are the two names that come to that, mind. So fact, fact, fact. And Kate, uh, and Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Well, new age. Yeah. New age. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. That's, but, that's a fact. That's a fact. But let's get back on track, man. Yeah. Uh, let's get back let's to get, this. Jets, you can, we are going to hold our own this week against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm ready. I'm excited. I got to bring the energy. I got to talk crazy like our good friend John Malika would. <laughs> we got to be a crazy person for today. Yeah. Got to be a crazy person. But you asked, what am I missing? And so are you asking why, what are you missing about the spread, man? Minus 13? Is that where? It like, just seems so high. It, you think it's high? I think it's crazy high. If you look at the spreads across the league, like it's, it's right up there with a lot Bro, of these teams. Like, I don't I know. I think they're on point. I actually okay. think they're on point for this one. And this, I'm still going to be a crazy person thinking the Jets pull the upset. So whatever. Don't take me for betting advice. I'm just being a pure fan and just yeah. going in there blind guns a blazing at this point. But I, I get it. Like I, I get why it's like we've seen, we've seen spreads where the Jets are like minus five. And we're like, really against the Saints? Like we're going to lose here. And then we got, we got our asses handed to us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is like, if I'm going to be the realist instead of just the gung ho Jets fan going into this game, like we, we know what this team is. Like we actually know what this team is. It's actually funny. It feels like a Jekyll and Hyde coming out of like reality and then going back into like this complete 
zone of just like, yeah, we're going to win. Yeah. Uh, but, but we know what it is, man. We know how this team operates. This team is inconsistent. All we need to yeah. see from this game is most likely going to be a lose, a loss, right? It's yeah. most likely going to be a loss. But the thing that we need to see from is just Zach Wilson improving, man. Accuracy, accuracy with his passes, good decision making, the creativity, the innovation, all of those things that we saw against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If we see that today, knowing while he's missing most of his starting line, he's missing his left and right guard and his center. Like he is missing the middle of the offensive line. Plus, where he's their missing, best player is, where their best yep. defensive players are. Exactly. And they are missing. Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. Whatever your feelings about Corey Davis are, he's still a top option on this team, and that is Zach's uh, comp- that's Zach's blanket. Also, on top of that, we don't have Ryan Griffin or Tower Cross. We're going down to yeah. Kenny Yaboa at tight end <laughs> yeah. at this point. All right, and maybe some Brown action as well. So, if Zach can make this work, like actually make this work, that that's a good sign moving forward. Then that's really just what I want to see. But back to being the optimistic Jets fan, we're going to win this week, man. We're going to win this week. We're going to do this. We're going to upset the world. You talked about the Saints, and that's like what that's where my head just goes is the Patriots looked, or the Patriots, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked terrible against the Saints two weeks ago. They got shut out. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, are we that much worse than the Saints? I know early in the season we lost them, but right now in the last few weeks, the Saints have been awful. They have I don't no try to make sense. I don't try to make sense of those things, Greg. Like, I do not try to make sense. Like, I don't know. So I don't, I don't try know. to make sense, man. Don't do it. Don't even I try. We're going to cover my, my biggest thing to your point. So you said as long as Zach Wilson or the offense makes it work this week, you would feel good about it. What do you mean by makes it work? Cause is it make it work like we're competitive or make it work like it's not embarrassing? Like we're like the, like the, you know, Washington football team versus Dallas on not embarrassing other night is okay. the, is the, is the bare minimum, not embarrassing. Okay. So no interceptions. I'm looking for no interceptions. That is on Zach's own doing, not a wide receiver tip, not, yeah. uh, not a crazy acrobatic, like die for the ball where it's short, nothing like that. Like actual, like through, into the hands of a linebacker or safety. It, no interceptions, m- good ball movement, getting like eight, nine plays, uh, moving it down the field, getting first downs. That's what I need to see from this guy. And it's going to be tough. It is like this is a seasoned team. They just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's going to be tough. But these are the, these are the reigning champs. So I just need to see some competent football as we're ending the season, because there's only one more game left and you look good against Jacksonville. It's just bare minimum, man, where if you tell me the Patriots blow us out because the defense is just giving a big play after big play, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Bucks blow us out. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm not going like, to, what, what can I say? But as long as Zach Wilson is moving the ball and this offense looks competent, if we're getting blown out, that's fine. It can't be Zach's doing. That's all I'm saying. It cannot be Zach's doing. That's all I need to see. I know. I know. We're, I know what we're facing here. So one one last thing about Zach Wilson. Then is it more important to you that Zach Wilson looks good or not bad, or that the defense looks good or not bad? Because we talked we talked about last episode about how there was a point in the season where the defense was giving up thirty to forty points a game, and we've stopped that. But now we're going up against Tampa Bay, who's going to be contending for a Super Bowl again this year. They're coming off a Super Bowl last year. You know, if we if we lose, but we stop, you know, we score, we let Tampa Bay score twenty something points. Are you ha- are you happy with that defensive effort? 
effort or is that still a problem because we lost? I, I'm more looking forward. I've been more, I look, I'm looking for Zach. It's the Zach Wilson answer okay. you, to answer that. Because he's the look franchise, defense, right? Yeah, that's the franchise. This okay. season is, uh, is a loss. We've seen this defense just be, just, just give up points. Like there's no tomorrow, especially when it comes to the doing of a running back going out for a swing pass, drag route, tight end going out for a drag route, going down the seam. We know what it is. We know how they need to attack us. It's it's not that complicated. We don't have the linebackers to cover. So the thing is, it's 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 scary for a defense to be so bad. But I also look at this defense, especially going to this game, and we don't have John Franklin Myers as of right now. He's out. Sheldon Rankins is question is questionable. Quinnen Williams is out. Uh, you know, we don't have Jamie Sherwood. We don't have Gerard Davis. We don't have Ashton Davis. We don't have Bryce Hall. We don't have Sherrod Neesman. So we're working with very little, you know, we're, yeah. we, we brought in Elijah Riley to play free safety off, off the street. We have Jason Pinnock playing safety last week. So it looked pretty good. So what do we, you know, the expectation for this defense as of right now to rely on just CJ Mosley, uh, Ron, Ronald Blair, Delshawn Phillips and, and Quincy Williams. It's, it's a tall task. And we've been trying to patchwork this defense to begin with. Once we lost Carl Lawson, things changed. We don't have our top edge rusher. You know, that's what we needed. We've been looking for an edge rusher because it's been hard to get pressure on the quarterback and disrupt the offense. So it, we kind of knew what this defense was and guys have been in and out. We don't even have Marcus May, man. Like we're losing, yeah. we lost all of our best guys on the defense. So what I am I about for? him? Yeah. So like, what am I looking for? You know, like <laughs> I'm not really like the defense, if they can, be respectable, that'd be nice, but we're asking a tall order for them to go with like their second, third string guys and just say, hey, you stop Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm with you. Now that you talk me into it a little bit more, it's like if we win this game, like, oh, if we win this game, no matter what, I'm happy. But even if we lose this game, like 45 to 40, I'm kind of okay with that because that means that Zach Wilson looked good, the offense looked good. You know, Tom Brady came in and did his thing. Our defense, like you said, we're, we're banged up. So, you know, if we let up a lot of points, but we're competitive on the offensive side of the ball, I think I'm okay with that too. You kind of convinced me on that because Zach Wilson is the future. Michael Carter is the future. And we did it with a banged up offensive line. So if we can do it with a banged up offensive line, you know, God willing, next year we'll have a healthy offensive line. And then who knows what could happen. So like you said, it's all building. It's all building. It's all building for next year. And uh, I'm excited, man. Tampa Bay is tough. We got a tough couple games coming up, but... If we finish out the season strong, I think that momentum is going to help us a ton. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. You got anything else you want to discuss? I think we did a pretty good job covering this game. No, no, I don't think so. I think we talked about this enough. It's Tom Brady week. It's, you know, John's not here, but he'll be back to talk about the recap. So I'm excited to hear what he thinks. And no, I think that's it, man. Got to run the ball. Got to play good defense. Doesn't really change week in and week out, but this week it means a little more. All right. All right. Uh, okay. That works. So I'm only asking, I'm only asking, and we can push this off because I know you said you wanted to basically maybe go into some Joe Douglas, uh, drafting territory. Yeah. So I'm down to do Joe Douglas talk if you want, because 
I don't know, man. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know if you want to get into it now or if you want to save it for the off season. I'm going to go with it's the high. To you. I'm going to keep this high because it is Super Bowl. This is our Super Bowl. I want to keep that energy. I don't yeah. want to disrupt it. I don't want yes, to. Yes, I it. like that. So, so let's, so let's table like this talk. That. Let's table this talk. Okay. Yep. We could table, we could table this talk actually for even, uh, the, the, the rapid reaction next week. We could do sure. that whenever. We can even have a, we can even do it when, cause I know John's going to have some issues if we get into this conversation. We all know, uh, uh, he, as he would say, bald men like to stick together. So he knows he wants to protect yep. his fellow bald brother. So we'll, we'll wait for John to come back to discuss okay. this. Yeah. This we won't talk about that. We won't talk about Russell Wilson losing to the Chicago Bears. All right. Now we'll on this note. That stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep the energy high. We'll keep the good vibes going. Cause we got a tough, we got a tough week this week. Nick's on a little bit of a road. You know, little mini road trip, but that's okay because we're starting off strong. Let's keep this energy up. Let's keep these wins coming, New York. I love it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I love that energy. Love this energy. Let's keep it going. Love it. Well, on that note, that's a good place to end. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another uh, Jets episode. Woo! I'm just hyped at the next one. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You know what to do. If you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star review. And if you don't listen to us there, it's okay. We're on Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. On top of that, we're on YouTube now. Make sure to go check out the channel. Hit that subscribe button. Go watch the videos there and hit that like button. Also, hit that notification bell to know when a new podcast drops and while you're there go check out the other podcast which is also part of minute media and fan sided it's winning picks weekly you got video producer greg co-host for this week for the next chance etc podcast he's the co-host over winning picks weekly with john the other co-host for this podcast and these guys do a phenomenal job guys they go down the nfl slate they give you their takes they're calling things left and right getting things right helping you make money off of these games that while you're in, sitting at home enjoying it on a sunday okay and be patient once nfl's done they're going nba baby oh yeah you're oh, getting yeah. Some nba takes so stay tuned check out winning picks weekly they're doing a phenomenal job over there also make sure when you when you listen to these podcasts, go go refer us to somebody. Go tell a friend, and tell that friend to tell a friend, and tell that friend to tell a friend to also tell a friend. Why? Because it helps build this community. Look, guys, we're just trying to build this community as Knicks fans, Jets fans, baseball teams. Greg's a Mets fan. I'm a Yankees fan. John's a Yankees fan. I think Rice is a Yankees fan too. All right, Chris. I actually don't even know what Chris is. He may be a Mets yeah. fan. I mean, I, we got. I got. I got to dig into that one. But guys. We're just trying to build a community over here. Make sure to support and tell guys about tell 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 everybody about us. Man, woman, dog, cat, doesn't matter. All right, tell them. Listens, a listens, a wins, a win. That's all it comes down to. And that's a fact. So, last and certainly not least, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it, all over those places on all platforms. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. Podcast. We out. Let's go Jets.